Welcome to the China Flexpad podcast. I'm Horace. I'm an international headhunter, and I am a senior、uh, recruiting consultant focusing in sales and marketing. And currently, I'm based in Michael Page, China, and I my market is focusing in East region of China. My clientele basically is. Multinational company and also local company who wants to hire、uh, international talents and also talents for international market. I am the flexbat myself. I was born and raised in Taiwan and studied in America. And after that, my first job was expatriated in Guangzhou. For five years, sort of like a current flat spectrum. I was there for five years, and then I came back to Taiwan to be a headhunter. My headhunting career was starting from there. I have been recruiting for many international companies, and also that for companies that has、uh, international needs or、uh, overseas、uh, from Taiwan headquarters. For example, like Acer, also multinational companies like Samsung, IKEA. Who has an international standard, and then wanted to recruit talents to Taiwan. When I moved to China market, these three directions still apply for the current recruiting needs of international talents. The companies who will want flex are still pretty much the same. They want talents. We're talking about in a global talent perspective. They want talents who needs the, the international standard. Uh, the international company、uh, in China don't just be the company in China. They are the、uh, international company representative in China who wants、um, a international talent. So this is still the trend in China. We still have Chinese region companies who are like conglomerate and they have business in different parts of the world. So therefore, the second trend. Which while I'm talking about local companies who want talents to have the local insight from that region, work with the headquarter in China, and willing to、um, relocate back overseas, these are also still the trend. Yeah, so local companies、uh, who hire international talents willing to work overseas, this is still existing. While I'm talking about flexbeds, I'm actually not talking only flexbeds. I'm talking about a global standard that applies to nowadays talent market. And I'm really glad that if you're listening to the podcast, I would say that you already qualify for the global trend, global talent trend. Just that you might not be a local Chinese or Local any region, but you already have the ticket of、uh, fitting this global talent trend as a flexpat. Flexpat have to differentiate, right, from Chinese professionals, as you say, and Chinese professionals can also be global talent, international talent. So how can、mm. flexpats be even better than international Chinese talents? If I narrow down the the hiring needs, positions who are now accept foreigners will have certain traits. One trait is that they want to hire the person from their own home country. This is highly preferred. If not, they want to hire people with EU or English-speaking country because the dynamic. Most of the、uh, international companies here in China region are mostly from European countries and also from American countries. If you are coming from this this country, let's say European countries. Then naturally you have this value, and then you need to leverage this. 
for the flex sex, most of it, it's not only that you're in China, it's most of the time you are with other cultural values. Many countries, especially German companies, can communicate better with a German. It's not only the language, it's also the ways,、uh, the ways of thinking, and also that,、uh, of course, language is another thing, and also that the business mentality are similar. If you want to be better, I think we should use the natural strengths. In my experience, flexpats have about the double package from local international Chinese people. So why would they hire a flexpat? Actually,、uh, Francis, I disagree with you that flexpats will have double package. So nowadays, if a foreigner want to work in China, there are three kind of package. One package is local contract, and second package is local plus contract. The third package is full expatriation package. I think most of the foreigners they don't really have a of extra package. They use the middle one, the the say local plus contract, meaning that their pay might be somewhat、uh, the same with the local talent. Let's say, for example, now the、uh, sales manager or senior manager to director. The annual package might be five hundred thousand per year. Ah,、uh, what the flexpat may get the package would be six hundred fifty thousand plus the benefits. The benefits would be including, for example, like air ticket, educational subsidies, and insurance. Maybe a very international Chinese person that is taking that kind of job is already asking for five hundred k to six hundred fifty k, and so a flexpat could ask for the same and get some more, maybe a little bit more. So it's not double package; it's just more benefits. Okay? Can you give a few more examples of different jobs and different salary packages, just roughly? On your experience, sales manager to senior sales manager. So it will be the package that I mentioned. So from five hundred thousand k plus, uh, uh, to six hundred fifty k per year plus benefits for director level to let's say senior director. It will be around uh seven hundred k to one point one million for the senior director to VP. Senior director to let's say VP or CEO of China, it will be around、um, 1.2 million to over 1.8 million. This range below 2 million usually. So these are the current position. Below senior manager, usually the talents are with local contract with very little benefits. But if you are director above, usually you will get many benefits except for、uh, medical insurance, maybe not so premium. For the 1.2 million to 2 million below, this kind of、uh, range are the kind of called executive or executive below range. Are usually can still have、um, SF package, but unfortunately,、um, the third range, the highest range, the premium package, usually are the SF who are sending back from the headquarter into China, and these positions are very very little at the moment. I would say that for the flex that you should be looking for six hundred thousand above to one point two million, and actually we are conducting. Uh, monthly three to four positions about this kind of、uh, job. If flexpats look for jobs in this area, can they、mm. find positions which usually the companies plan to send an expat and they have a big budget for this because they know an expat is very expensive. And then a flexpat applies for this position. Can he get the same package, maybe without school, but the same salary? Let's say a German guy would get hundred thousand euros a year, and they calculate it to RMB. 
So they pay the same salary as if they would hire an expat from Germany or from France. Would that be possible or would they reduce this, the package in China for Flexpat? That's what's the most question I get. When you are saying that, you already reflect that how different your angle is seeing hiring from client's perspective. They don't try to benchmark the European position to China. They benchmark the talent directly. So in, in other words, if a flex is looking for a job, it doesn't really matter how much they will send an expert. It matters only how much you're earning and then how much you are willing to benchmark within the range. It's very little chance that the person who are already in local will get a full equivalent package than an expat. Good to know. Okay. I, I hear a lot of, of expats contact me and they tell me they want to transfer from expat to flexpat and they are very well paid now because they have an expat contract. And then they, they go hunting for jobs and they end up at 50% of what they earned before. So it's very tough for them to decide, hmm, stay or go. So what would you say if people decide to stay and take a flexpat position in this case? What are the options for career development for the coming two to five years? What are the challenges? What are the opportunities? to decide to stay in China? The first question I always ask the flash fed is, do you have a purpose to stay in China? If you don't have a purpose to stay in China, why do you want to stay only focusing in China? Well, I could uh, name a few examples of what I mean for purpose. I have talents. They need to stay in China. From a family perspective, they have a purpose to get whatever it is just to stay in China until the kids go to college. And second of all is that the person already see China at home. That's not even a question of why do you want to stay in China because this is where he wants to develop. And also that maybe he has already started a new family, for example, like his wife may be in Asia origin and uh, everything is rooted here. Then, of course, that's uh, another purpose for him to find whatever means it is to stay in China. And then the third common uh, purpose is the flashbacks. They don't, um, for career development, to answer that question, like some flashbacks, it's not what you think they coming back They're coming out from, let's say, the most common in East China is a uh, region is Germany or France or Italy. These are the three major companies. Yeah, they are not a flashback into China from then, then land in China. They are the talent who start their career in China. Yeah, for example, they do exchange in uh, uh, Parker Henderson and then, okay, they decided to finish their degree here, and then they've started their first job here. And those kind of people have a very strong purpose for career development. They know why they stayed in China. They will look for a uh, career left to climb, and they wish when one day they're out of China, they they could be, let's say, for example, the plan manager of Czech Republic, or They could be accepted by a German company, or they could be a CEO of certain another country. So these are the three common purposes that really uh, keep those flags back in China. If you are not one of them, and then you want to stay here, you need to tell me why. Why don't you compromise? Because since this is not what you need, this is what you want. 
So you need I want to money. Choose. I want money. I agree. I'm in the same position. So I don't have kids in school, okay? So I can go home anytime. But mm-hmm. I learned Chinese and I enjoy it here. China's my home. So it's like what you said before, right? I got the mm-hmm. Chinese girlfriend and so, yeah, I don't really want to leave. I also want to develop my career. So I think I represent mm-hmm. a lot of flexpats in China, the, the mm-hmm. way they think. So they want to stay. And now that it starts, the compromising starts. At the same time, the local salary also rises. So if you don't get double package, it doesn't really matter. If you get a good Chinese package, it's also okay. So yeah. if you if if you oh. if you have someone talk to you maybe with a Chinese family uh, who could reduce the cost of the family, let's say not send to international school and that kind of thing. So what are your suggestions for international families to reduce the cost of living for their family in China in order to accept a local package? I would not ever encourage anyone to reduce their package or cost of living just to stay in China. Every talent should try their way to keep their value. For example, like you, you speak fluent Chinese. You'd be really surprised that many of international talents who want to stay in China doesn't really speak communicable Chinese. You, that is one way for you to keep your value. And I suggest that all the talents should do the activities to really increase competitiveness just to stay in China. And then why do you sacrifice your child's benefits? Just let them go to a lower standard school and to achieve your career, then that's also a wrong purpose for you. Not a wrong purpose for you. It, it's, it, it makes no sense. It really makes no sense. Find out what your value, value add is. Chinese is the language you, you must uh, learn. Look for really, truly, What is the gap in your career? And to fill in, like a normal talent, you won't have to have more money. Of course, everybody wants to have more money. And then you are thinking that, okay, yes, so I will jump to the next level. Like uh, I will jump for director position, from management position. Flash said it's special, but it's also not as special as it really is. Especially China market is actually quite international. To seize your own value add and then to really truly to face yourself and develop those gaps. Of course, your dream will be achieved. Like as fast that it's a unique community, but it's also not so unique. And then we need to know that there must be a reason you want to stay in China market because it's international, because the market is big, because the opportunity is more. Do you have what it takes to really stay here? I just actually placed a candidate who is whose total package is 1.5 million, and he is a foreigner. And then I'm I'm glad to say he got all the benefits he needs. But he didn't get it for free. He earned it in the many tough ways. He entered local companies and then he entered international companies. He had been fired and dismissed for many times. But then every time he sees the right industry to enter and he stick to his expertise. And then when I find him, it's perfect. He's in a semiconductor equipment, capital equipment industry, and which are on trend. He has enough exposure. Maybe it's not so pleasant. I'm sorry if you're still thinking that there are some shortcuts for Flexless to get like a really good pay, you know, because um, we're different. But I have to tell you the truth that we're different, but we're not so different also. Is there anything else you want to share with the audience today? Anything you would like them to know to prepare for better career planning in China? One, I would say have a purpose. Know why you stay here. Try to stay here without lowering your standard which means you need to work on yourself, but not work on reducing the cost for others. Second message is be flexible. 
Because if you are not flexible, please just go back to your home country and then have whatever job you like over there. You are already different, so be different also to this market uh, and ready to adopt. So be flexible. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Cloris. And I hope that some of our audience, they will reach out to you. We'll connect uh, your LinkedIn contact here. And let's hope um, that you do some good business and help the FlexPets to drive their career and fight for them in the market. Yeah, of course. I would averagely have two positions, two, three positions that accept foreigners. If you are talents um, with technical functions, this is um, something that China always needs. R&D director or operation director. That's uh, functionality-wise. If you are in new energy industries, specifically talking about applications, automotive and uh, solar, these are also welcome. Another industry which is booming is semiconductor equipment. And the third but not the least, it's everywhere in China, everybody needs it, is uh, medical device talent or pharma talent. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, Cloris. Xie and Zaijian. Thank you for being part of the China Flexpad community. If you would like to explore more useful episodes like this one, please visit our website, chinaflexpad.com. Give us a like and follow on LinkedIn, and we would love to hear from you.